on this episode of the AIE Podcast. A war on Eve you can really delve into. Ridiculous Raptor Rift Rewards. World of Warcraft gets a new patch. Captain Hunter and Radozato talk to us about Star Trek Online. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 148, The Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez, hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. So Zod cannot be with us tonight. He is, I believe, gambling someplace. He was asking about casino Ah. hotels. I I hope Zod comes back and isn't like, you know, cement shoes because he went into debt and all this other stuff. So (laughs) No, best yet, I hope he comes back with like a hojillion silly hats because he won a million dollars. That'd be awesome. I, he could I want him to give me hat. some money if he wins a million dollars. I don't want silly right? hats. I, <laughs> money would be nice, so, but I want him to wear the silly hats for Aludra, what is going on with you in the, I will say, the world of pet craft? Because I'm sure that's <laughs> that's been happening. Right? Oh my gosh. So there was this patch in World of Warcraft, like I mentioned, and um, I don't know what else went on. Honestly, uh, my friends had to drag me through scenarios and stuff because I spent my time running around looking for these elusive pets. There's like 18 Ooh. of them, and I am doing all this crazy stuff. And so anybody asks me about the patch and what it means for pets, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I've got like paragraphs that I can tell them or help them with any little aspect. But they're like, oh, and how did Hunters change? Or how did, how's your mage playing now in the new patch? And it's like, yes. <laughs> My mage is playing in the new patch. I uh, I have run well. around and looked for little tiny creatures that I can click on and then Pokemon battle. <laughs> <sighs> so Pretty hey, much. I, I I have to say that you've gotten farther than I have. So yesterday I patched. That's as far as I've gotten in the new oh, patch. So. <laughs> so it's all new for you. Yeah, so huh? work work has been kind of killer. Um, I've not had the time to game much. It look uh, Book of Heroes is going really strong. Uh, we will mention it later yes. in the show, but I think we're collapsing one more guild. Uh, th- like, I'm getting the vote from the people in the guild now, and if that goes through... The people will... must speak. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I don't want to, like, do things that I think are appropriate, and that uh, I know you're not supposed to lead by community, but in this particular case, uh, like, it's a small enough community that I don't mind getting buy-in. But right mm-hmm. now, one of the guilds is sitting at, like, 22 members, and it's like, we don't really have enough people without getting a ton of mercenaries to be able to do stuff, and another mm-hmm. guild has, like, 52. So together, they'd make 70 which I think is going to be a way better number in general. So yes, yes, and it's really picked up since the last patch. I've got to say, I've been playing. Oh yeah, they when they just they just added like they just patched yesterday, I think too. So if you haven't downloaded the new client, there's another hundred or, or another hundred meg of stuff to download. Uh, oh my gosh! Heck knows what is in this patch, but it was another hundred meg download like in the ne- the last couple days. So, but I, I'm really looking forward. My hunter's at 88. I'm really close to 90. I'm really, 
I'm looking forward to being able, which is really sad. I'm looking forward to be able to farm more because I don't have an herbalist, but I'm trying to do inscription. And right now I have golems. I'm sorry, are you like the first person in all of World of Warcraft to say, I really hope I find time to farm this week? <laughs> well, it's, it's just, I'm trying to do both the uh, Pandaria, uh, what is it, Dark Moon Fair cards, and you only get those with the rare when you, you know, uh, what is it called? Um, mill herbs. And mm-hmm. I don't have enough herbs because I'm not an herbalist, but I'm getting enough to, I, I think I have an unlimited amount of the things that you can just normally make scribe things with, but I don't actually have enough to do the rares. So I'm trying to get enough. And I think two characters worth might get me at least close to every other day being able to do that. But I honestly have no idea. People wow. might just say, make another character and make an herbalist, you idiot. But I don't really want to make another character. I already have three. That's why enough. would you do that? You know, why would you? No, no. Yeah. No, no that's, that's overkill. So overkill. we have two guests with us. Uh, we've done a little yes. format change. If people did not notice, uh, we don't like them to sit quietly because who wants to sit there quietly? So we have both right? Captain Hunter and Rado Zato here, here to talk about AIE and Star Trek online, but we want to see how they're doing. How's it going guys? Doing good. Hello. Oh, I got ants in my pants. I can't sit still. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not on camera. That would be a funny, funny dance. And um, for those of you tuning into the live stream all during the podcast, uh, Radozato has, I don't know if Google Hangouts changed something, but I can actually read the text of his screen as he is running around in Star Trek Online. So I'm no- thinking he is the most brilliant setup we've ever seen, ever. Probably not. <laughs> I, but uh, but I'm, oh, I'm trying to give you credit, and you're like shooting me down. Look at that! That's a 16 you. by 9 resolution screen. That's about what I know, and I'm not tech savvy. My computer's a bit old, so. Uh, but I'm just saying, Google Hangouts well, might have improved specific things in order for the resolution to be higher. So if you tune into the video stream, which you should, yeah. um, that you will be able to see that the game is gorgeous, and it's if you like Star Trek, it's very Star Trek. But uh, we will. Uh, We'll be digging into Star Trek Online shortly here, um, but uh, Captain, how have you? How how have things been going for you? Things have been going great. Very very busy uh, week at work, but I found some time to play. Actually, even uh, made myself a little Captain Hunter on the spaceways of AIE. So uh, I figured uh, cop into Eve, join the AIE folks over there as well, and uh Uh-oh. give that a try because I figure I'll do space fun role play. You know, heavy duty stuff in Star Trek, and then do the PvP, die a lot, uh, um, just you know, take it easy over Eve. Oh man, for a minute I thought you were listing aspects of each game, and I'm like, so you're saying <laughs> Eve isn't fun, but you're still gonna play that? No, I, I think oh, he was saying well, Eve is a little less fluffy than uh, yes, yes, like yes. the gritty sort of darker side. And ladies and gentlemen, he's starting his empire. Just be aware, yes. being aware, he's in two <laughs> space empires. I'm just saying. But but the Federation doesn't exist over in Eve. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. I, I, I played years ago, like about seven years ago, and I played a trader, and I'd run back and forth and back and forth. And for me, playtime was like, okay, I'm going to look at the spreadsheets, buy low, sell high, send my ship off. I'm going to go have a sandwich. Then I'd wander <laughs> off somewhere, and then come back. How am I doing? Oh, good. I made money. Uh, next load, send it off, go off and eat dinner, watch a TV show, come back. Now I came back, and I said, you know what? I want to try it with like some PVP, maybe, you know, kind of get in there and just accept the fact I'm going to get killed a lot. And uh, I want to help out, it, you know, the, the fleet, 
want to help out the AIA folks. Uh, I'm currently at the state now where I can go kind of shoot pirates in my tier one ship, and I kind of fly out to where the pirates are, and I go pew, pew, pew. And then they go, ow, 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 run away, run away, run away, <laughs> go back to the, go back to base, repair, go back out, pew, pew, pew. Still haven't killed any pirates, but I yeah. shot them up a lot, and then I come back to base and repair, and I go back out again. So uh, I'm learning, <laughs> and hopefully I'll be big and strong someday to actually take out another ship. Okay, great. Awesome. But I, believe, but I must say, I do believe that my, my skill, my trading skills have taught me excellent escape and evasion maneuvers. I've gotten out of hairy situations with my little tiny ship just, you know, oh, I'm used to you know, having to run with an unarmored cargo hold full of stuff. Uh, that's served me well so far. Okay, well, cool. Uh, I definitely know those evasion skills are massively key in EVE because <laughs> that will just turn your day to a rotten one if you don't got them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So... I know you guys are excited to talk about Star Trek Online, but first we have some news that we need to get covered. So let's move into AIE News. AIE News. AIE News. So Max on the forums, one of our awesome Star Wars officers, I believe. It's is it that Max? Is it Max yes. the Gray? Okay. So he, yes. ha he has a warning for AIE SWOTOR players. It seems that accounts are getting caught up in suspensions or bans if they move bound color crystals in legacy weapons. SWOTOR has since decided some of the accounts were unfairly banned and released a pass to fix the exploits. If your account was not unlocked, please contact accountdisputes at SWOTOR.com. Yeah, it turns out a lot of people didn't even realize this was a problem. Like... And we're caught up in it, so. There appears to be something of a large war going on in Delve within EVE. Now, these are all words and places that I know, so <laughs> we all nod. But AIE is participating. Check out the forum post called In Defense of Delve for more information. This is a call to arms, folks. Get your arms. So, The Book of Heroes uh, is humming along nicely. I still can't believe a game that's been out for a while. They released the 1.6 patch not long ago. It's running faster on my phone now. There are not too many companies, I think, that actually concentrate on performance, which I really, really appreciate. So, this weekend is double guild loyalty. So, I believe starting Friday at noon, or I, that could be totally wrong, but I believe it's Friday through Monday double guild loyalty so make sure and raid as much as you can to get to guild level five i'm still trying to get everything aligned and we might end up collapsing one or two more guilds just to make sure all the guilds have enough to actually participate in content but uh we will get there well double loyalty we're aie we're all loyal across all games well yes but i mean they mean loyal to the game <laughs> oh well that's gonna be a problem right there the way i flit about <laughs> The folks that do layers, a.k.a. raids, to everybody not in the secret world, are still meeting weekly. Yes, guys, they're still there. Go check out the thread for the League of Dynamic Discord. All hail Paramidian. All hail Paramidian. Sorry. <laughs> and Eris. <laughs> <laughs> that gets updated with what they're currently working on in the forums. They're a really great group of folks, very generous with time and in-game currency. Yes. They are. I can vouch for this, yes. and they're very, very, very patient, too. It doesn't matter what level you are, how new you are, how how hardcore you are. They are willing to work with you and just have fun. 
but they need more folks to show up so they can try some of the more complex bosses out there. So go on in, have some good time. I've been meaning to get back in there. I think this was written directed at me specifically. <laughs> no, I wrote Maybe. that. Maybe. <laughs> well, a Pyramidian will never tell you. So I'm just no. I'm going to lay that out no, there. No, yes. All of the conspiracies <laughs> came together to even I was the one reading it out loud going, yes, yes, I know. <laughs> I should be back in. Thank you, conspiracies. So if you are listening to the news right now here uh, when the show is live and you're not in the game, you're already missing this event. But I wanted to say that this stuff kind of stuff is happening in SWOTAR. There's a 16 man happening right now. Emperor Palpatine put up a post regarding the Gree Xeno analyst. And there are a few requirements. I believe you have to be, uh, there's a certain reputation level you need to get to and you need to be level 50, but I believe those are the only things. So on the imp side, they've got a 16 man going tonight. Uh, check it out for the info so you can be ready for the next time. I know they're trying to spin these up a little more uh, since it went free to play. And since all this new content has come out, they've had a couple more people show up. So they're looking to organize these more often. So keep an eye on the forums. And as I've mentioned several times, World of Warcraft's patch 5.3 has dropped. This is a huge patch that has many awesome updates, of which I know mostly about the pets. But <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. there's a new... Yeah, right? I only spent like an hour and a half talking about him. <laughs> There's a new Darkspear Rebellion quest line, so get out there. It's really, really awesome. There are 18 new pets, and way, way, way too much stuff to mention here without totally taking over and kicking the poor um, guests off. But some of the great new features we've had lately are daily server restarts and constant mod updating. But this is actually a really stable patch, so don't Whoa. be surprised. So wait a second. Daily server restarts? Does mm -hmm. that mean some of the things that are more rare are going to be less rare? Um. Well, to put it this way, I did park myself outside of Ulduar. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, because there are the two things, the uh, Pandaren Ancient Fishing Token, I don't remember what it's actually called, um, that's the fisherman, which is in the north part of the uh, Valley of Man, Valley of Four Winds. Um, mm -hmm. And there's also a mining pick that yes. uh, that allows you to get gems uh, as a chance. So after a server restart, I thought those would spawn again. So that's very interesting. They, they do, and so does like the time loss proto Drake and oh. the magical seahorse down in Deep Holm, and some of the. Rarer pets respawn more frequently after a um, server restart. Wow. I've got somebody who has the timing down for the scorched whelpling and sent, you know, it's like, okay, two days after a restart, <laughs> you know, it's like, what? And they're like, yeah, I keep running into them two days after a restart. Right okay. here. I'm like, gotcha. Duly noted. So, you know, keep an eye, folks. Keep an eye out for stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Raptor, which is an online service that sort of tracks all of the games that you play, has some Rift rewards. They've actually teamed up with the company. It's a social networking site for gamers. They teamed up with Rift to allow players to earn free pets, gear, and ultimately a free copy of an expansion, the newest one, Storm Legion. Remember, Rift is free to play up until level 20 until June, when it will be completely free to play. So go and enjoy, get some rewards. You can, you know, get some free stuff. So everyone mm -hmm. loves free stuff in their games. Everybody loves free stuff. I don't think it's going to be free to play. I think it's going to be awesome to play. Yes, oh, yes. awesomeness. Certainly. I'm so looking forward to this. Like, I, their model's pretty good. 
Yeah, no, I, I do. I rather like Rift was enjoyable. I just there's not enough hours in the day to be able to play as many games as I want to play, especially when I I'm working know. too much. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> well, that we can't help you with. Well, I, uh, we really can't help with that. No, no one can help me with that, unfortunately. So, OK, <laughs> so Star Trek Online, you guys, uh, Radozato is playing as we speak. Captain Hunter, I know yes. you have been heavily involved in what's going on. So let us know what's going on in the world. See, I want to say, I guess it could be the world of the Federation, but that only covers one th- one third of the factions now. Or I guess half. Yes. It's technically half. Yes. Yeah, you still kind of pick. There's a there's a little bit of a Pandarian action with the Romulans, but yes. yeah, pretty much the the new Star Trek movie came out. This new expansion has hit. It's just a very Star Trekky time right now. But it is. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, Legacy Romulus hit. Uh, we now are able to level up Romulans, Klingons, and Federation characters from level one. They all have their own starting stories. Uh, and I've posted on the the boards before, and and then Fleet Chat. Not really interested in the Romulans. Uh, you know. Okay, race. I like them in the shows. Bad guys. That's cool. But not a race of like, oh, I totally want to, you know, play a Romulan. But I played it during the beta just to kind of, you know, I felt it was my duty to go in and kind of check things out. It was awesome. It makes me want to play right. Romulan. And I'm wow. such an anti-Romulan guy. They There's they some amazing depth with, the, with what group of Romulans you're playing as because mm-hmm. similar yeah. to World of Warcraft when they brought the the goblins in it's like wait you can't bring the goblins in they're neutral well in this one you're a particular group of the Romulans it's not the Romulans wholesale are joining in it's a particular group are joining with either the Federation or the uh, Klingon Defense Force mm-hmm. and the opening story is really is <laughs> gripping and it's kind of scary and you know, and they've kind of handled the way you're given your your crew now is as you progress through the story, through the, the Federation and the Klingon Romulans, they used to just kind of say, here's a mission, pick a bridge officer out of this list, who you want. Now you're kind of introduced to them through the storyline, and they're attached to your crew now as your tactical officer, as your engineering officer. So it, uh, it really makes you feel for your crew, and again, makes the story much more engaging right from the get-go. Ooh, that sounds fun. Oh, like the Klingon version of, of that, because I played a bit of that one with like yeah. the first officer you get is the um who was it's the person under you in the chain of command, if you're familiar with how the Klingon chain of command is. But it's the person under you becomes your first officer. Then the next one that you get is the husband to the former second in command as you're delivering the news of wow. I'm sorry, your wife is dead. <laughs> Yeah, but when you meet him, it's like all this stuff's going on, and you get wrapped up in trying to help him. And he's like, "Oh, for helping me, I'm going to help you." Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's actually know, making it sort of a like a personal stake, like you have a an attachment to these characters. That's that's really cool that they're able to do that. Yeah, and if you know, if you kind of know Klingons at all, you can kind of guess at how you gain command of your ship. So it's pretty cool. You bring you... out your battleth and yell "Kapla" at the top of your lungs. <laughs> You, you, you offer a fuzzy bunny, and they go, yay, fuzzy bunnies! They, they need more fuzzy bunnies over there. Klingons do. They do. It's like, what has two thumbs and is a terrible captain? You, and I'm pointing my thumbs at you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. It's, it's a nice, because like I said, I, I was not very interested in Romulans at all, and now I'm totally up for like making a Romulan character and playing him up to max level. And I believe at level 10 is when you choose if you're going to go to Federation Alliance or Klingon Alliance or ally with 
the, either, either one of those factions. So. And uh, AIE that. is Federation, yes? Yes, we are. We are. We so are. guys, no shenanigans, the ideas. Yes, our, our Federation fleet is now level 8. We are coming up on a tier 3 starbase, very close. Out of five possible tiers, we're coming up on the third one. And everybody's just, you know, kicking in amazing stuff. We, I think when we last spoke, the starbase had some amenities. We had some art up on the walls. We had a couple banners. Now we have a dance floor and a giant bar and uh, all kinds of good stuff. What's play. awesome well, is that when we got the dance floor, our bar got more fancy. I was going to say yes. that totally sounds like AIE. What should we do first? Bar and dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have, you know, a research station, but that's not very fun. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. What fun is there in research? It's like, oh, okay. That's cool. Or we could have a party. Yes. AIE. Exactly. Party. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah, that totally sounds like AIE that you yeah. know. But we're making well, it we, the more party the move. party uh starbase. Yeah. yeah. Well we told everybody they yeah, they had a list of like, you know, every now and then they'll take all of the possible special projects that you can have and lump them all together. They kind of dole them out over the year, but every now and then they say, Hey, here's the list, pick what you want and do them all. And we kind of put it to the forums and they're like you know, important importance, dance floor, bar, uh, you know, let's get more on there. And now, and pretty much we've built all this other stuff. And now we're like, um, yeah, let's get conference table and, uh, maybe some more security, you know, stuff like that. But you no, know, the important stuff got done first. So that's so, awesome. I do have a question. So in terms of security, what does that actually benefit? Because is this, uh, I mean, is there a PVP aspect or is that just completely a cosmetic like nicety for your, for the star base? Well, for cosmetic. the fleet, it's it's very cosmetic. There is a PvP aspect, which is still, even before this this new expansion, is still pretty much the kind of, it exists, but it's not really a, a decent thing. Like, if you want to get your PvP on, the, sadly, this is not the game for you. Even though the Federation and Klingon Defense Force is like a massive conflict point, but it's not a decent conflict conflict point like the mechanics don't back it up hey do you know you guys are just selling me on this game more and more yeah, i mean exactly. seriously like, for the I, care bears a... in the world i'm like oh, sign me up one well, i do have a character well, i have played a little bit when the game was bit, initially but... being made that was a massive point of contention where people were like oh that's not what star trek is about it's not about pvp and kind of sadly it kind of shook out that pvp is so weak that it's you wouldn't even realize there is a pvp conflict aside from <laughs> what you what you see in the story yeah but i like i like being involved in the lore and seeing it come alive through my actions in game it's just it's really great and sometimes i feel like pvp detracts from that or or the creators of the game will go well not enough people are, are paying attention to this PvP aspect of the game, and uh, so let's try and force everybody over there. And it's like, oh, so I hate that. I did have a quick question with the new patch. So, mm -hmm. uh, Captain, this was a thing that I had messaged you about. Um, uh -oh. Can you actually break out tabs into separate windows now in the chat interface? 
That's the first thing I checked when I went in because you sent that email. I go, really? I didn't realize we couldn't do it because I never bothered. And then once you emailed me, I'm like, oh. Ah. So as soon as the new thing popped up, I pulled some tabs apart and said, oh, I know who yes. I'm going to tell about this. Okay. So th that's it's really just annoying because there's all of the like the equivalent of general chat when you're in because I'm still kind of in the newbie area, just scrolling mm -hmm. by. And because it's scrolling by so fast with people, you know, looking for groups and all this other stuff, I would like to separate guild or fleet chat out into its own window so that scrolls yeah, less quickly i'm really glad to hear they finally added that that is like yeah. oh that drove me well, nuts used, oh yeah well i even set my tabs up initially so there's like the general chat and i set a tab up for the ai channel and i set a tab up just for fleet chat and a tab for when i'm teaming with people so i have different tabs and i can switch between depending on who i want to talk to where i'm and i usually hang out in fleet chat just to keep it generally open and talking to people but now i can take that tab and move it off and have one window for fleet chat while the main window sits below and does chat because so. it turns out i have a wow. 24 inch display running at 1900 by 1200 i would really yeah. like the ability to so that's awesome Very i'm great. really glad they yeah. they listened to my non-complaint because i didn't actually tell anyone <laughs> besides you unless you have more power than i think you do uh, <laughs> i have a captain after all <laughs> so but, yeah, but uh, that, that's awesome yeah. i i will probably it is a long weekend i hope um, I, I will probably be poking my head more into Star Trek online this weekend. So I, I am yeah. definitely looking forward to setting up my UI to a way that is conducive to being able to see mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And they did, and they did other changes as well. I mean, uh, there's more of a Federation feel when you're playing a fed character, more of a Klingon feel, more of a Romulan feel. They really kind of got that L cars feel for the Federation and more Klingon, you know, with their angular kind of triangular setup. Uh, one of the things I really liked, and it's, maybe a small thing, but I really like it, is in the character selection screen, you used to go there and like any character selection screen, there's your character just kind of standing there as a stock figure and choose him and go into the game, pretty much any game. This one, when you choose your character, when you're picking between your characters, your captain is front and center. He's surrounded by his crew, whoever your current crew members are, with the ship up overhead and this big light display. So it almost looks like a movie poster nice. of you and your crew. <laughs> And, you're, and, you, and if you switch a ship or if you change your crew, that'll automatically dynamically update to whoever your current, your current ship or your current crew is. So it's very, it's very cool looking. Wow. That's... Yeah, specifically as far as your crew, it's the bridge officers assigned in the slots of the ship you have active. Mm -hmm. And you get to choose those officers, right? Like yep. um, they're kind of like in SWOTOR how you have your own little crew and such going on. You get to... Um, pick the guys surrounding you and strengths yes. and weaknesses and all that. That yes, is really cool. Yeah, because not only do you have bridge officers that get put into the, the ship's slots, kind of like I mentioned in one of the segments earlier, they're kind of like the gems that go in your ship, quote-unquote, right. armor, you know, that you can also assign them, like, who is your first officer, who is your chief engineer, who is your chief medical officer, who is your chief, chief tactical officer. You can assign them those positions as well, and you can also go in and edit their looks and, you know, if, if, you, if you feel the your Klingon that you're assigned should be bald instead of have shaggy hair or if the Tholian oh, should be so taller. Yeah, or you should can totally look, look like Michael Dorn. Yes, <laughs> that you can do too. And a bubble hairdo. And you can change your uniforms to match yourself. And you can, you know, you can one of my officers looks like Worf. Yes. Does he have the bubble hairdo or like the cool dreads? It, it's the, the bubble hairdo yeah. from like... Because yeah. it was wow. it was in it was <laughs> in one. commemoration for the event of the, yep. the anniversary of the first season of TNG. Yeah. I so wow. so in other words in other words you can be like first officer go get a haircut 
Like, (laughs) this is not working out for me. Like, I'm your commanding officer. Go get a haircut and you can, you know, change the way that that, that's awesome. That's awesome that you can be that special. What's really funny is you're going, hey, first officer, go grow taller. Yeah, I think my first officer should be taller and more buff. (laughs) I know that. That's awesome. That's pretty crazy. You're like, go grow taller, first officer. And the guy's like, but genetics, you know, I don't care. And we I, are the future. And I actually well, don't think I have him on my crew anymore, but I did create a gray alien. Took a character, shrunk him down, gray head, tall, big black eyes, a little kind of hunched over, claws, and he was he was Ensign Gray, and he was on my crew for quite a while. Nice. But yeah, you have that kind of control. Nice. Uh, also, in really, I demand to the game, you become a hunchback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you can do that. <laughs> They can hunch over. You can get little hunched up characters. That's one of the stances oh is you can be kind of proud and, you know, stoic, or you can be kind of hunched over or like a little brawler. We did have a suggestion from the chat channel. Uh, Rado, can you actually show us the character selection screen if you are at a point that you can I'm, do so? Yeah, I can because I've, I've just been streaming this one uh, just so it's there in the background. But one second, well, I can do that. Okay. Well, he brings that up. I also mentioned that some big items are going on, not just about the expansion, but in general for Star Trek Online. They Their legacy packs are still available. You can buy the kind of big Romulan pack. They are also having a lifetime subscription sale. So instead of the usual $2.99 price for lifetime subscription, it's down to $1.99. And you may be asking yourself, wait a minute, a lifetime subscription for a free game? I'm yeah. a little confused by that. Uh, so, the, so the deal with when the lifetime, when the game first went free, um, it had gone on enough that people who had had a lifetime subscription, it pretty much had paid for itself in the monthly subscription. So it wasn't too bad. But the other benefits weren't so much. You get a kind of a title and access to a certain portion of space and not a whole lot. You know, kind of a little badge to stick in uniform. But what they've Ooh, done now with the lifetime all sub- that money. That's well, awesome. and then, and of course, uh, unlocking a lot of all of the, you know, extra character slots and access to the foundry and things like that. Yeah. But what they've done in addition to the lifetime now is when you get lifetime, you get those benefits. You also get the extra character slots, access to the foundry, costume pieces, all that. And you get all of the veteran rewards. So every oh, 30 days or every 60 awesome. days, you get free ships. You get a captain's shuttle ship. You get a destroyer. You get, I don't know how many respects and costume pieces and all this stuff that the longtime you know veterans have been able to accrue. Plus, as a lifetime subscriber, I believe you still get the 500 Zen, which is essentially $5 a month stipend to spend on whatever else you want to spend on. Oh, and also, I'm just going to correct you. So you said the Captain's Shuttle. It's a yacht, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Captain's Yacht. Oh, sorry. Captain's (laughs) Yacht. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm getting all specific. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. she does have a point. It is the Captain's Yacht. It is the Captain's Yacht. it's like you just yeah. have the captain shuttle. I'm like, that doesn't up. sound impressive. Yeah. Yacht sounds impressive. <laughs> Yacht. Yeah. The, the sails are in space. Just kind of fluttering. Sails in space. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and you can also play as a liberated Borg with this. So you can play as a, a, a character who used to be a Borg and sort of like Seven of Nine, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, you get an Android bridge officer, uh, plus tons of other stuff. So it's – I'm getting it. I ended up missing out. I ended up getting a Champion's Lifetime subscription way back when, instead of Star Trek, and I chose Horde. Oh! <laughs> Though, if you want, you can access the Zen store and actually look like Seven of Nine. There is the outfit stuff for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Cool. Uh, also, in in the same vein as all of the uh, kind of Starbase upgrades that they made available said, hey, here's the big list of all the upgrades. They are doing some replay missions now as well. So they usually have storyline missions, kind of a big special event. Uh, we mentioned one of them before was the uh, the return of the Dominion through the wormhole in Deep Space Nine, and they kind of the ones that Cisco made disappear in one of the episodes. He said, you know, wormhole aliens, can you kind of keep the Dominion at bay? And they did. They came through and they do that mission. There's also uh, you can deal with the Ophidians. I believe they are the ones from Next Generation, where you might remember them, the ones with the cane that would have the kind of snake-like creature come out and steal people's life essences, and there was a whole kind of time travel Mark Twain episode dealing with them. Um, yes, and Rado has them up there. There's also some Klingon ones. So these are these are missions that were kind of above and beyond standard missions and that you get special rewards. So at the end of these, you can get an Ophidian cane. You can get a Breen bridge officer. You can get a Reeman bridge officer uh, if you replay these again. Normally, if you oh, play them, yeah, so if you play them in the course of the year, you might not get the rewards, but this is like the special... Go and get your rewards time. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty another chance to access the when they originally released these storylines. They had like a special like if you play now, you get the special item. And once the early, you know, the beginning stuff is done, then they remove the super special thing. You can you still can play still the mission, yeah. but you don't get the special thing. But periodically, just like Hunter's been saying, um, they re they do this. Um, storyline event event where you can just go back and if you've already beaten these you can just go right to the particular uh, missions to go get the particular gear mm -hmm. uh, another nice thing about a lot some of this gear like the the cane you can get those and hand them off to your um away team people your bridge officers and they will use them mm -hmm. oh, oh nice, nice. So cloaking armor, sometimes the Ophidian cane, special rifles, anything that they can use on the ground, hand it to them, and they'll use it during the, the course of a mission. Oh, how fun. This is so, That's really great. You know, sometimes they're just like, oh, you missed it. I, I see that in a lot of games, you know, mm -hmm, like um, mm -hmm. World of Warcraft and such. And they even remove some of the bigger events, like you can't retake Undercity and stuff. But yeah. it's really cool that they'll let you go back now and then and re-earn those rewards because, hey, it's not somebody else's fault that they didn't know about the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. the game is very, it's very new person-friendly. They love people coming in, and they want to make it as fun and interesting and engaging as possible. They said, hey, sorry you weren't here when we launched or on our two-year anniversary. Hey, try this event again, and now you can kind of join in and get some stuff. Oh, how fun. That That's really great. I love stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and I think we're looking, uh, speaking of uh, friendly new people, we are expecting an influx of new alts. Uh, we're actually at about, we're closing in on 100 fleet members right now. Uh, about awesome. 80 of, About 80 of which are actual people and the rest are alts, but we're going to probably get a lot of Romulan alts in, but it's, you know, we're, we had a bit of a lull there, but now the expansion's hit, we're getting more people in, the green walls kicked up again. I expect it to lull a bit, but as events kind of go, it fluctuates uh, as a free game does, but, I mean, it's been a great, great amazing bunch of people to play with and everybody's really kicking in and, and helping each other out and playing with each other and donating to the, the Starbase and you know couldn't have asked for better. Well yeah we need to keep the, the, the bar stocked and such right? Yes. <laughs> and the dance floor well, polished. Don't, don't tell anyone but I've got a <laughs> massive stock of Romulan ale and Tulaberry wine. Nice. They so I, I have a question. So it, it, Requirement you, for a thing. It said that uh, you're at level 8 fleet and you're about to wrap up Embassy Tier 2 and start uh, construction on the Tier 3. What does the mm -hmm. improved shipyard actually, like, how does that benefit people within the fleet? 
So with uh, with the additional objects, so the Starbase itself will get to Tier 3, and then you also have Tier 3 Military, Tier 3 in, uh, Engineering, and Tier 3 Science. And each of those tiers kind of brings special things. Now, Tier 3 Starbase itself kind of gives you cosmetic changes. The so Starbase gets a little bit bigger. You have access to the bank or maybe the exchange or some, you know, kind of Starbase level equipment. For the military level, if you get through to Tier 3 and you create your uh, shipyard, now you have access to Tier 3 ships, so fleet ships. So oh. these are pretty much ships that are like the regular ships in the game, but they're just, they have extra stats or maybe an extra slot for something, but they're just basically a little bit bigger, a little bit better. Um, okay. It's a benefit of being in a fleet. And, they, and we've already created our Tier 1 and Tier 2 uh, shipyards, so we've been able to make Tier 1 and Tier 2 fleet ships. Now we can make Tier 3 fleet ships all the way up to Tier 5, which is kind of like the best of the best, eventually. Uh, same thing with engineering. So the shipyard gives us benefits of better ships. Engineering gives us benefits of better uh, gear to carry. We can have better phasers to walk around on the ground with, better armor to wear, that sort of stuff. And then science gives us a benefit of uh, better science gear. We also have access to military engineering and science uh, duty officers and, and more uh, access to amenities within the Starbase. Okay. Kind of theme-related. So I, I did have a question. So I, I as you know, I started, you know, about a month ago and I puttered around mm -hmm. for a little while. So are there <laughs> any good like guides on the forums? Because basically they're like, which do you want to be? I'm like, I, I have no I idea. I don't know. And, yeah, and I'm honestly, it's like, hey, you can pick a thing. So I mm -hmm. picked a random thing for my character to be yeah. better at. And I, I don't really know what the repercussions of that are are there any good guides hmm. like on the forums or that sort of thing to help a new player get started uh well they actually have made character creation a little bit easier uh i for me personally i kind of chose tactical it's kind of like if you're going to start a fantasy mmo you know do you want to be a close range warrior or like a long distance mage you know kind of and somewhere in between there and then there's higher what classes, would but, Eludra be yeah it's like <laughs> what you know what kind of character would you be so i ended up going uh tactical for myself because you get lots of i expected to fight a lot and expect a lot of combat so i went tactical uh and again it's fairly easy to level up one through 50 you know pretty quickly so you, you can eventually try all the different classes but i tended to go tactical it's almost some might call it easy mode you throw a tactical officer and an escort, and you're just going to melt faces, you know, back and forth. Okay. You know, because I picked engineering, missions. which might have been a mistake. Well, <laughs> engineering also. Well, that's the thing too. It's it's your ships still kick butt. You can still fly an escort. So it's pretty much it's a an engineer flying a uh, DPS ship, and that's fine. You you have more survivability in that as well because you have better shields and you have better ways to handle some situations. But they have uh, helped. The character creation, because before there was also a very long list of like, here's different skills and here's what they do. And along with the, you know, it's cryptic, so they're kind of the masters of the whole costume creator, yes. the COH yes, model of like, <laughs> it's too much, I have no idea what to choose. So they've kind of set up templates now where you create your character, here's a, here's a set of clothes that match. And here's a set of clothes that match, and here's a set of clothes. So there's a couple sets you can choose, and after that you can fine-tune if you like, but they give you matching sets of stuff, uh, some basic looks and feels. And then they've also kind of moved into the creation of your skills. You can kind of choose, you know, this is good, this is good, this is good, and you have the option to change them as well. You know, you, okay. can, you don't have to do a whole respect, but you can also change your core racial stats, basically, uh, your racial bonuses, if you will, uh, as well to kind of match, you know, your play style or what you think is going to be good. You, know, you can see uh, 
uh, Rado's going through some of it there, some of the yeah, uh, wow. options. And there's a lot of choices, and it is a little overwhelming, but they tried to make it much easier and much more uh, explained to the you like before you make your choices. But well, again, it, you can always change them later. But okay, so that that's that's the question. So I I just pick something randomly, and I don't actually remember what mm -hmm. I picked. It's like, oh, this mm -hmm. sounds good. Um, yeah. is the respec cost very high to be able to like clear things out and and say I I chose completely poorly for the way I like to play because I didn't know. Um, yeah. What is that sort of cost within the game? I forget, Rado. Have you dealt with that? I haven't gone in and dealt too much with actually respecking yet. As far as I've seen, everybody, at least, a, I'm not sure about new characters, but I know everyone's got at least one free respec token with their traits. Oh, because that's great. exactly with Gomez's situation of the, I'm not sure what any of this means. And yeah. I don't know if this is really good. And you don't find out till like the end of the game. It's like, Oh man, I chose wrong at the character select menu and you have to live. Yeah. With it. Yeah. No, um, and, and that, that's up. the thing. It's like, Hey, the first point in your talent tree, uh, all these seem yeah. like they would be useful. <laughs> what is actually yeah. useful in the, I haven't played the game yet. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, you know, there's the tutorial's great, don't get me wrong, but there's only so much experience you get from a tutorial, mm -hmm. and it's only much later you tend to go, oh, oh you know what? Yeah, that was I'm totally yeah. stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I believe they there was an article on uh, the website, and it dealt specifically with this respecking and stuff, and saying how much easier they're trying to make it that you're basically choosing racial bonuses, but you can change them later, and as you learn more, and you can kind of choose which skills go where, and how, how it fits your play style, because they didn't want people to feel locked in, like, oh, crap, I made a bad choice in the beginning, that yeah. it is your character, you know, you and again, the very Care Bearish, I guess, nature of it is, you've got this character, he's got a backstory, he looks just the way you want him, he's got the crew he wants, you don't want to have to re-roll and do it all again, you just want to kind of tweak the person that you have so yeah, they, they made it much it easier for that you, not not adjust your gameplay to fit the guy that you made because you were a noob i mean okay when i when i started playing world of warcraft i rolled a warrior mm -hmm. well that <laughs> didn't work <laughs> <laughs> well uh to quickly answer the question about the cost for the respec um it's about 300 zen which roughly translates to about three dollars because there's multiple ways you can get Zen on your account, or if you're trying to go an absolutely free method of playing, yes. by the current market exchange <laughs> yes, rate, right. roughly about five days worth of maximum dilithium processing will get you enough Zen Wait, uh, wait, wait, retrain. I can't meditate for Zen? Because I thought that's how people had been doing it for thousands <laughs> all right, all right, of years. All right, hold on now. You're crossing <laughs> the stream. So, this is, so okay, okay, so in other words, like in, in say, like two or three weeks, you can easily have enough to be able to say, oh, I totally yeah. screwed up. I can, I can restart this. I can talk to someone who knows what they're doing and they can give me mm -hmm. a template. Here's the things you should mm -hmm. probably get. So that's, that's completely reasonable. A mentor. Yeah. yeah. We need mentors. Exactly. Exactly. All mentors to the dance floor. <laughs> so Plus, another neat thing about the trait system with, at least with my observations with it is you can, and actually unlock some traits through gameplay as you're doing certain accolades. Now, I think there might be some issues with them because I know just before the podcast started, I went and did a regular event that happens in the game called, um, what was it called? Something, the Gal Tour of the Galaxy. But evidently, if you do, if you complete Tour of the Gap, sorry, Tour of the Universe right now, it's supposed to unlock a space trait that you can now slot in. Trouble is, 
I'm not seeing how you activate it. I don't know if it's me mm-hmm. messing up. can totally say I probably did. Or if it's a glitch in the game where it's like, uh, yeah, it's not applying correctly. But in the mm-hmm. current lockboxes, there are some special traits in there that you can get and unlock and be able to apply them onto your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears on the show notes that you guys are planning some in-game oh. get-together in the next uh, couple oh. weeks here. What, what's going on there? Yeah, I think we were planning on it before the expansion hit. So let's get on beforehand and kind of, you know, bring it in the new year. But we said, no, 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 we're going to be playing. <laughs> we're going to be busy. Give us a week or so. We'll bring some Romulans to the party. So bring in the good. new year? Yeah. Or just kind of, you know, hang oh, out. Oh, you mean in-game birthday year. <laughs> in-game, yeah. But kind of, <laughs> oh, because I'm like the birth going, of a new expansion. It's like the, I'm like going, it's the it's fifth month. <laughs> and bring in the new year. Yeah, you guys are just a little putting it off. <laughs> hey, my birthday's in July. That can be a new year. Come on. Yes. It's a new, <laughs> it's year. A new year for you. I knew. But yeah, so we're just going to like, I, we're going to schedule in about a week or two and just have, you know, everybody come to the Starbase, hang out. We'll probably do some trivia again, have some handouts. Uh, the new lockboxes are in effect. So the shout. Is the answer out. to everything tribbles? Because that's pretty much my Star Trek trivia. Actually, I, know I a will. A little more we, than that. <laughs> the one thing that we, the one upgrade we didn't get for the Starbase was tribbles. Because they are that so annoying. That really surprises me. And that's <laughs> to be our fair, show. like Thank as <laughs> as AIE, that a hundred percent surprises me that we did not go for the soft, fluffy thing to go in the starbase. Now, <laughs> now, in our defense, they do they lay around in piles. Okay, uh, they're kind of cluttering up the place. But my, the the deciding factor was. I was trying to. I figured, hey, okay, you know what? If they they're collidable objects, so if you walk into them, they move and they scooch around. So I was like, we're gonna play triple soccer. So yeah! I immediately, I immediately started kicking this triple around. I'm running around the starbase like you know, goal, and I'm kicking it between you guys, goal. Now, unfortunately, I didn't realize they are client side only. So nobody sees the same triple. So they think you're a crazy person? <laughs> they just think saying, I'm running around going, goal, goal and jumping like, around the starbase. What did someone put in Captain's drink? I don't know what's going on here. This is like, They're like, well, this is, is this part of the game or is this trivia? Now, part what of that are you playing? Part of that particular unlock is there's an NPC who hangs out at the bar where you can. There's our starbase. Uh, Oh, wow. They're, okay. up, they're making a mess. You know, they're in wow. my way. Rah, 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 rah. The, tr- <laughs> the one drawback about that is, yes, it will clear them out so they're gone, but it only lasts for so long. Then they yeah. respawn back into the area. Or if you zone out and then back in, they're all back. Oh, that makes sense. I thought you meant, like, the guild couldn't have tribbles because you didn't buy the upgrade. And it's like, yeah. well, that sucks. I want. Oh, no, we can have that. I want, we actually, I want a really bad toupee farm of my own. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and these are just and these are just the Starbase Tribbles. Like, we actually, I actually carry a Tribble with me, and if you pet the Tribbles, you get a buff. Yay! And different Tribbles give you different buffs. Nice. So, you want to whip out your Tribble and pet it during a battle and put it away <laughs> and grab your gun and head off into battle. Wow. Wow. Family show. So not nearly as dirty. I'm not going to make any not comments. Not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> And there's our dance floor in effect. There's our Welcome dance floor going. Welcome to AIE After Dark. Oh, yeah. Dan- dance floor. Dance floor. Dance floor I will, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Where we have neon floor. aliens. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, come on. What we space alien DJ would not be neon? Let's come on. <laughs> right. That's, uh, From that's... the planet Rave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> The planet Rave from, awesome. the, from the glow stick system. That's <laughs> oh, oh, yes. 
So wow. If I Davina. remember correctly from the other the other fleet I used to be in, this spot right here is where Morn sit. Yes. So we're currently working on getting Morn to the bar, and then he will pop up and sit right there. You know, you love somebody named Morn at a party. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna. So you're gonna have to explain to us that aren't really steeped in the lore. I I don't know. Right. Okay. So uh, in Deep Space Nine, okay. there's a very I know that that is very mopey looking character with a long face, kind of heavy set guy. Always sits at the bar, and they always make a joke like, "Oh, he he never talks. You never hear him talk." But everybody relates to like he will not shut up, or don't get him started telling oh, his story, okay. <laughs> or let's talk to Morn for advice. But you and he always maybe he'll open his mouth and somebody interrupts him or something. But you never hear him once in the show. But everybody's always talking about you know how he's this bar fly and he's always you know. And I think it's I think it's Morn is a play on Norm from Bar uh, from Cheers. Yep. So it's like Morn. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That fair. I, fair I, enough. I think fair the dialogue enough. we. I think the dialogue we get when you click on him is more chews your ear off, you know, for a lengthy amount of time, and <laughs> da, 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 da. Wow. so you don't actually get to hear what he says. But yeah, and we've got uh, some other good stuff there. We've got a fish tank installed. We've got our conference Ooh. table. We've got security people. So yeah, no, we also have a hole in the floor that looks down into the shuttle bay down there. So well, it's not an actual hole. It's a plexiglass. Yes, it's a, You're not gonna. It's not yeah. Star Wars. You're not gonna like fall into the the, the like crevasse of the. Like. Yes. Again, it is Star Trek. But it is very safety there, oriented. Handrails just hanging off. <laughs> yeah, this isn't Star Wars or Star Trek where people can like jump from one level of the ship to the other dangerously in a Romulan. Oh no, wait, that's Star Trek. Darn. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a very safe ship. <laughs> But I'm just Not saying that there are space safety railings in this in this yes. universe. So you're... <laughs> yes. Okay. So is there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we uh, wrap things up here? Yes. No. I think we're pretty good. I think I'm... I have absolute envy for the Romulan. Um, the, effectively, what their version of the Starfleet Academy area is, because it's modeled roughly after how the Embassy looks. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And they also dress very cool. They've, I mean, I'm playing it and I'm thinking Firefly. You know, they've kind of got that outpost, ruggedy, kind of Western look because they're, you know, it's a colony that's kind of been well, off on guys, its own and forgotten. You guys are talking them up so much. Can you just be a Romulan from the get go or do we have yes. to unlock Yes. Them? Now yep. you well, can. Yeah. There we go. There yep. we go. They, they were Everybody smart with their expansion. Romulan. And was like, yeah. hey, everyone, level one, you can totally be a Romulan. And then at level 10, yeah. they're like the Pandarans. You can yeah. pick <laughs> Alliance or Horde. Exactly. It, essentially. with, with uh, And and I, I think there's a, a, a lot of games are going to start to move to this because it's like, okay, we want the two really established factions. And we want to sort of mm -hmm. add a partial third, but we don't want to create because balancing things three ways oh, yeah. is going to be yeah. way more of a nightmare. Yeah. So it's yeah. really funny oh, to see, yeah. you know, the way that various games deal with it. Like, I love how my level 88 Panda Hunter will go and talk to the Pandarans. They're like, oh, you're from that crazy place that we've heard yeah. about. <laughs> so it's like they interject this, oh, we're the same species, but you're not the same species because you came from but this crazy from place. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, you I, come I'm glad that, that they're exploring yeah. that. Yeah. And the funny thing about the, I like the Romulan ships that the Klingon and, and Federation ships are warp core driven, so when they blow up, it's pretty much as a warp core breach. There's a big explosion. Uh, the, the new Romulan the ships, thing ever. The, <laughs> new, oh. the, new, the new Romulan ships are singularity drives. So when they blow up, they go whoosh, turn into a black hole, and their ship just shrinks and goes. Whoosh. 
Yeah. I like that. There is a second explosion, but the initial thing is and it's like So it's like Pac-Man. Then like and that's you know pretty much gone. So, well, that is our show for this evening. We want to thank both Captain Hunter and Radozato. I'm going to be playing this weekend, dang you guys, for joining us. Uh, Next weekend, we'll be talking to the folks in World of Warcraft. But stay tuned, as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including PvP 101, Ask Miss Mulgra, Mega Minute, and Overly Dramatic News. I'm going to make sure we didn't get another uh, another shocking one. And no, we didn't. That That's what we have for okay. this week. So if you need to reach us, we can be found at podcast at AIE-Guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter at AIE Podcast. I am at Show Not Found. Accuzod, who is normally here, is at Accuzod. And Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Our guest Twitters are uh, The Ink Tank is where Captain Hunter is. Uh, Radozato, do you have a Twitter? Yep, it's at Radozato. Oh, oh wow. in a shock to no one, I could have probably guessed that one. It's at oh Radozato. So. Well, on that one, I'm mainly tweeting about the, the board game blog I write for. Some people might be interested in that. I'm just saying. Uh, that's, yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people I know might be interested in that. So we record live with video so one, every Thursday. One warning for that blog, though, is spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Okay, spoilers just so... Just so people oh, know. Oh, lots of spoilers. <laughs> so we record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can figure out the other time zones. Uh, you can join on the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul and enjoy his concert at Nerdtacular if you're going. It will be awesome. I am so going to be there. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to call it there. Thank you both very much for joining us. Well, thank you very much. And you guys can always find us on the forums to, to sign up for the game. Yay! Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website. A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Welcome back to PvP 101. I'm Chris the Prof, and I'm here to get you started with PvP in World of Warcraft. We're going to take a small break for the next few weeks from talking about the various battlegrounds to talk about all the PvP changes found in Patch 23, and there were a lot. But today we're going to start with some of the PvP gear changes. First of all, resilience is being removed from practically all PvP gear. 
Don't fret though, each player is now getting a base resilience stat of 65% in 85 or higher battlegrounds. Also, any enchants and gems that you have that grant resilience will still be able to be applied to PvP gear. Now, all the gear that used to grant resilience will now grant PvP power, which increases the amount of damage dealt and healing done to other players. In addition, Battlegrounds and Arenas have been hit with an item level cap of 496. Any gear above this will be scaled down to this level. Ideally, this is supposed to make it so that gear is a lot more balanced between players, but it might also make it easier to get started in PvP. Uh, but we'll see how well this actually works. Thank you guys for listening to this segment. For any questions or tips of your own you'd like to share, email me at chris at ocdcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at ChrisTheProf. Until next time, class is dismissed. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, how do you politely tell an advice columnist that they didn't really answer your question? Well... It would be helpful to know what the question was. If it was a really dumb question, like, Why are fire mages hot? Or, Why is Ice Crown cold? It could be that the advice columnist was busy with much more important matters and chose to let you find out for yourself. After all, the benefits of self-discovery are well documented in the scientific literature and help to develop a healthy curiosity in all living beings. Besides, it is just an ugly rumor, started by the dwarves no doubt, that advice columnists like to sneak off for a little boar hunting or a quick game of Surprise the Gnome when they should be researching the answers to legitimate questions about Azerothian etiquette. What? I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Minute Minicast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the Zhikun encounter from the Throne of Thunder raid. We use two tanks and three healers. Now I won't be covering the nest portions of this fight and we'll focus on how to deal with healing on the platform. For a detailed guide to healing the nest portions, I highly recommend checking out the videos Icy Veins or Fat Boss. Now with two healers up on the platform, I start off by beaconing one tank and tossing three Holy Power Eternal Flames onto both of them. I then toss an internal flame or two onto the raid members taking most damage. It's important to stay out of the globules produced from Feed Young and to stay spread out so as to reduce the damage from the sound waves which come from Zhikun's Ka attack. Your healers will really appreciate it. 
It's a holy paladin and I highly recommend specking into Speed of Light Talon. It makes staying on the platform during downdraft a walk in the park, literally. Now every minute Zhikun deals a heavy physical raid-wide attack called Quills. I drop a light hammer onto the tanks and melee and help heal the raid using Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Light of Dawns. I initiate my AoE heals just prior to Quills going off to build up my mastery shields. It's proven to greatly help mitigate some of the damage. I also recommend saving cooldowns like Avenging Wrath and Holy Avenger for Quills. Damage mitigation can play a big part in surviving this fight, so I like to spec into Clemency. Hand of Sacrifice really comes in handy for tank damage, and right before Quills, I like to Hand of Protection my other healer, and pop my Glyft Divine Protection for some physical damage mitigation. Everything goes right on the platform and nests, you'll get your kill. I hope this helps out, and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C, or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Azerothian population crashes. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. If things seem a little less crowded in Stormwind and Ogrimmar lately, you aren't imagining things. Azeroth lost 1.3 million residents in the last three months. But where have they gone? ODN Special Investigation Unit Eyewitness Moose has uncovered the shocking truth. A faction of the Zandalari Trolls has become obsessed with the Brawler's Guild and take very seriously the first rule of the Guild, you don't talk about it. To ensure that nobody does, they've kidnapped participants in the Guild, all 1.3 million of them, and are holding them in an underground complex on the Isle of Giants. Our reporters are the first to have... Hey, what's all that racket out there? Really? You're joking. You're not joking. Uh, uh, folks, it looks like the trolls aren't happy about us breaking the story. Undasta is outside our studios warming up his frill blast. We're evacuating the building. I just hope we have enough time. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. And there we have episode 148 of the AIE podcast. A big thanks to Rado Zato and Captain Hunter for joining us to chat about AIE and Star Trek Online. Next week, we'll be talking with the folks in World of Warcraft, a game you might have heard of. I hope you can join us then, and we'd love some ratings and reviews in iTunes. Thanks for listening. Like you're there!